This is Wicked Thoughts. I'm Flair Castro. Hi everyone! This week, let's talk about success or more specifically, moving yourself from dreaming into doing. So this week, I was invited to a show by Dave Isaya, who is my sensei in podcasting. He invited me to The Big Picture Philippines, which is his show featuring entrepreneurs who he, he invites and shares about their thoughts and their journey into entrepreneurship. And it was an interesting episode, aside from the fact that we had technical difficulties during that show. And I even told my friends that I was having a bad a bad technology day. And it went on. The jinx went on, including to that show that was recorded at the end of the day. So anyway, um, one of the questions that he asked me during the show was, Do I consider myself a success? And looking back, I actually replied with a vague yes. I'd say a vague yes because I answered something like this. Um, Success for me is defined in several, um, several phases in your life wherein you define what success is. So to, to um, change that statement, I'm saying that you are the one who would define what success looks like, what success would be in the context of your life. So if our society dictates that success means either graduating in a four-year degree course or success means that finding success means finding a job or success means moving to a different country or basically what if success uh, means being rich that's the definition that society gives us right especially here in the philippines where your parents would say um find a job get married get your own um house get your own car if you have all that you'd you'd be considered as a success right but for me I believe that success is something that you define along the way in your own journey, in your own um, definition, right? So no one can dictate what success should be for you, okay? In my case, success for me are in different phases in my life. Um, When I was a fresh graduate, I considered myself um, successful. If I find my first job, which I did, um, right after graduation, I was um, hired in the local government unit. I was assigned in the IT department and I worked there as a programmer. Now, when I had that job, I myself considered it as a success that I had my first job, right? And even by then, when I was that young, I guess about 21, um, another definition of success for me was actually to have um, a lifestyle that included work and also play. So 
back then, I loved playing multiplayer games like MMORPGs. I was so into Ragnarok. So I don't know if you've got you guys have heard of that MMORPG that was super popular back then called Ragnarok Online. I was one of the players in back then they called the Lyd- Lydia server, right? So I had a night character and every um, at the end of the day after work, I would go to a cafe with my then boyfriend and um, we would play, right? We would play like a couple of hours every day, um, put in our hours into playing that MMORPG. And for me, um, the definition of success was having a balanced life or like a having a balanced schedule. I have work, I have play, and having that kind of lifestyle was already a success for me. Now, moving forward after that, um, the definition of success changed for me because I was, um, I would say I was in a crisis, right? I don't know if it's called a quarter life crisis, but when I was 22, um, I considered that a phase in my life where, where I had a huge crisis and i won't go into details with that because i think i've shared that in several podcast guestings that i have in other shows so if you've heard of that uh, story i think i'm gonna share that in other episodes in the future but if um you've heard of that story you would say um how on earth was she able to survive that it was a year where i had several challenges and the only thing for me that I consider myself a success in that certain year was just to survive that year. And I did. I survived that certain year in my life where I had a quarter-life crisis. And having done that, I already considered myself a success, right? And then two years after that major event in my life, um, I changed my definition of success. I told myself, um, when I got fired from that corporate work, my first corporate work in Cebu, I said, if I get a job, right? If I get a job after being fired or if I find means to earn money after being fired, I would consider myself as a, as a success. And which I did, right? Um, But then I realized that having this kind of thinking is really quite different from other people because I believe we're trained from birth to continue dreaming. I mean, imagine that when we were kids, we would be reading stories about prince and princesses and them having their dreams and watching disney shows for example watching disney movies would tell you that if you just dream more and follow your dreams you're going to achieve them but if you would think about it in real life it doesn't work that way because the reality is that dreamers are not often doers dreamers are not often doers so for us we may have different goals in life for us to consider ourselves a success we may have several goals and some of them might include one being healthy something like if i could just lose 10 pounds or 5 kilos this year i would consider myself a success Second, you might think that um, having better relationships would 
be a success criteria for you so you might say something like um, if I would improve my married life or if I could just have a boyfriend this year and it is I think this is a common theme for Filipinos no um, especially with being the single blessedness and it becomes a meme online huh? so um, I'm sure you've seen that post from your friends that um, it's already a new year and they still don't have any boyfriend or girlfriend. So it becomes something like a laughing uh, a topic for giggles and laughs. But it's not really it's not really funny if you are in that situation where you don't want to be alone anymore and yet you find yourself continually running solo year after year. But anyway, that could be one of your dreams to have better relationship or another dream that you might have is let's say um, get a new job or to be better at school to finally be in the top 10 or to uh, find a position in a new industry that you want to break through so these could be some of the dreams that you have and achieving these dreams from there, you might, you might consider yourself as a success, right? But the reality, again, is that dreamers are not often doers. And even if we are trained from birth to really watch all these, these Disney shows and get inspired, all these positive thinking that we have acquired ar- along the way, or like it becomes a skill for us, you know, that uh, we think thinking positive would have a huge effect into actually doing something to achieve our dreams but then the reality is no Um, people who dream are often again they're not the doers now we might ask ourselves like what holds us back from our dreams what what's really holding us back sometimes we make different excuses no like uh, we might meet people who say one of these days i'm gonna travel to paris i'm gonna bring my parents to travel with me and finally we're going to have that first trip of the family that first international trip with the family but then you never get to do it because you were just dreaming right um what plans have you put in in order to achieve that dream and that's why for me um dreaming without any sort of plan or action could eventually lead to failure and we are pretty much pretty much um used to holding back our dreams and just having our thoughts in in the clouds they would say right and for example um one thing that's holding us back from achieving our dreams is just to merely think about it if you just Um, put the thought in your head without any action what's gonna happen is that it just remains as uh, a positive thing like i think it's also it also varies per culture like in the u.s they are super positive um if i remember uh when i was installed or like when i was assigned in chicago illinois for my Um, professional fellowship program that was 2018 and um, I was in the economic empowerment 2018 spring cohort for the professional fellowship program it was my first time traveling to the US so 
we arrived in Washington DC and then eventually I flew to Chicago I was installed there for five weeks and in that five weeks I learned so much about the US culture and one of the things that I noticed with the Americans is how consistently they greet everyone with the following something like if you meet someone along the way you say good morning how are you and then some uh and then the person you're talking to would say great how about you and then you would say you reply something like yeah i'm doing great thank you so imagine that every single person that you meet in the u.s you have to interact that way like good morning how are you great how about you good good so it's just a consistent way of greeting and for me it does not seem sincere right like if if um you were here in the philippines and then people would ask you oh hello hello flair oh kumusta ka and then you would say oh okay naman kaso may hinihintay ako or kaso may problema ako ngayon eh diba i mean we are quite honest with our answers when someone asks us how we're doing but in a different culture no different context in the u.s when you ask them how are you you have to answer great how about you <laughs> and i find this pretty interesting and i find it's a bit shallow because they're not really telling you how they really are right and this kind of situation they call it positive uh, you have to be really positive in your interactions because if you are quite negative they call you a negative nancy they call you kj they call you a party pooper or all those things that uh, define someone who only sees the negative in situations but to be honest i would tell you i would relate to being a negative nancy because i consider myself as a realist right like if you are going to ask for my thoughts i don't have the time to sugarcoat it i'm really gonna tell you how it is like uh, although right now i realize that there is a um there are upsides to being positive or to look positive because people expect you to be cheery or people expect you to be always happy or, and although deep inside you're not feeling that way you have to show them a different persona or a different image of you and why because of course um it, it could be part of your personal branding you have to show them that you are cheery you have to show them that you are approachable and the way to do that is to constantly be a positive person online and i relate so much to this because whenever i post on um, social media it could either be super positive or super negative like i have thoughts and i have advocacies and i'm always angry about something so i know that my friends would realize that whenever i rant online or whenever i rant on facebook it's always something about what i'm passionate about of course like I'm passionate about a lot of things and when I talk about that either in my podcast or on my Facebook page it means something for me right but then some people would call this as being a negative Nancy or you're too be or you're too negative it's showing um it's showing a negative side of you and what do people do when they see negative people on their feed of course people block them um, I know for sure that a lot of my friends have already blocked me whenever I say something negative, right? Because people are used to seeing positive news on their feet. 
And then there's such thing as toxic positivity. They say that uh, being super positive, even in the light of a pandemic or in a situation like this or in a crisis like this, if you're saying something too positive, they're going to say, oh, that's toxic positivity. It's It doesn't reflect the reality. The reality is that people are struggling. The reality is that people are looking for jobs. They're losing their minds because of all these things happening during the quarantine or the lockdown. But then... Um, what the studies would show is that just thinking positive about your future or about your dreams really boils down to nothing. It doesn't mean that you are, you are going to act on it. It just means that you are feeling good just because you dreamt about it. You know? So that's one thing that we have to be conscious about, especially when we are trying to plan our future. We're, plan- we're trying to uh, put together a plan that we want to execute in the future so that um, so that we can achieve whatever we want to achieve. And if we consider ourselves a success, when we achieve that, then we have to do something more actionable. And when I say something more actionable, what I meant was the WHOOP process, right? So WHOOP means wish, outcome, obstacle plan so w-o-o-p wish outcome obstacle plan now if you would ask me where i came upon this tool it's actually from a coursera course that i'm taking it's the science of happiness right so from this online course that i have been taking since the quarantine and i haven't really finished it yet it's an interesting tool that they pointed out and i think this is quite helpful especially for my students who are looking for coaching with me or i'm doing one-on-one personal coaching because when they approach me their goals is really to move from dreaming into actions so some of the students that i have they may be working in a corporate job and then they want to execute on their dreams of being a business owner so how do they do that sometimes they're stuck because there's no one who's holding them accountable for their dreams one of my students i told him that if you don't put deadlines on your dreams they're just going to become wishes and that is my role for them as a personal coach to move them from dreaming into actual actions so going back to the whoop tool which is wish outcome obstacle and plan um, if you want to get started with using this tool uh, just a quick overview this is a process or a tool that was put together by dr gabriel ottingen so she came about with whoop through decades of study and in conclusion Um, There's scientific evidence showing that simple positivity and wishful thinking will never lead to to actions. Okay, so positive thinking does not necessarily translate into action. You have to put your dreams into action. You have to put plans in your dream. And the WHOOP tool comes in because there is such a thing as a mental contrasting and implementation intentions. So those may be big words, but... As as uh, to make it simple, it just really means th- it just means that whenever you think of your dreams, you also have to think of not just a positive outcome, but also what happens if you don't achieve your dreams or what's standing in your way to achieve your dreams. 
And again, this is where the whoop tool comes in because this is basically the process process that you will do. Okay, so find a quiet place and expect to spend just about five minutes in doing this um, activity. So the whoop activity, again, it requires you just five minutes of your time. You can do this every day, maybe as part of your meditation exercises in the morning. So let's say you wake up in the morning and you're, then you're going to say, okay, um, going through the process of whoop, you're going to put together something like this, like wish. What is your wish for today? Maybe your wish for today is to um, successfully host a client meeting or have a business pitch, right? So the next step is think about the outcome. What does the outcome look like? So maybe it would look something like, I want to exceed expectations for this project or for this pitch. I want to show them that our agency is the best choice. If they choose us, they're going to, um, they're going to uh, reach their KPIs or their objectives for this project. And then you go to the next step, which is obstacle. Think about the obstacles that would come your way um, that might stop you from hosting that meeting or from doing that pitch. So one obstacle might be it might not be properly conducted or you did not create the proper documentation or you did not have a right pitch for them. So that might be an obstacle from reaching that wish of yours. So and then you go back, you go straight to the last step which is p the plan what are the plans that you should do in order to overcome that obstacle so the plan has to follow an if then statement or an if then plan for example what is your plan to um, eliminate that obstacle of not being prepared for the meeting your plan might be to block a time on your calendar for example you can say okay if um if I am to be prepared for the meeting, then I should spend time putting together my pitch. Okay, so now again, you went through the process of whoop, whoop W-O-O-P, or wish, outcome, obstacle, plan in just five minutes of your day. So make this a daily habit. Now, if you want another example, I am also doing whoop for my podcast because to be honest with you, Having a podcast that promises to deliver content every week is really a feat on its own. It's not easy putting together a podcast because you really have to be consistent in delivering the content every week. Like I know not a lot of people would know about my podcast, maybe just my friends or maybe those who already know that I have this thing going. But for me, it doesn't matter if people will listen to the podcast. It's For me, the important thing is that I had discipline in putting together a podcast, right? So how do I whoop for my podcast? What is the process that I go through in order to whoop for a certain episode? So this is what I do. So my wish is to publish or to create one podcast episode per week. Okay, that's the W in WHOOP. Now, the next O, which is outcome. What is the outcome or what does it look like for me? The outcome would mean that I have published one episode and that I would feel, um, I would feel 
successful that I have published every week, right? That's the outcome I'm imagining. And then I'm imagining that if I post my um, podcast for the week on my Facebook, people are going to respond. People are going to listen to that episode. That's the outcome I'm imagining. And then I go to the next step, which is obstacle. What is the obstacle that I'm seeing that would stop me from achieving the wish? So one obstacle I'm seeing is that if I don't allocate time, if I don't um, publish one of the reason might be I did not have enough time during the weekend because I usually create my podcast episode every weekend so it could either be uh, Sunday morning or sun- Saturday morning or Friday night those are the only times that I um, block in order to create a podcast episode so that's the obstacle and then in order to in order to move to the next step in whoop which is p the plan what should i do in order to overcome that obstacle so i create an if then so if if i don't publish if i don't publish an episode for that week then what should i do then i should make sure that i block time either on friday night or Saturday morning or Sunday morning in order to create the podcast. So that's how I whoop for every episode. And I hope that you will be able to use this tool for yourself because mental contrasting and implementation really works, right? If we don't put together a tool, all our dreams will just stay there. They're just going to be just dreams and there's no action being put on it. And I know this is going to help to be helpful for those who are looking for jobs or who want to have uh, better results at work or to have better relationship or just simply if you want, you want to lose weight. And I know it's not a simple thing to lose weight, but start with whoop, spend five minutes a day into thinking about how you're going to plan for the wish that you have and then see yourself improve along the way. So that was our episode for the week. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe to us on Facebook at Third Team Media or on flarecastro.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search for Third Team Media or Flair Castro. For more fun news and discussion, you can check out our site at thirdteam.org. Bye for now. I'm Flair Castro and thanks for listening to Wicked Thoughts.